everybody july 24th another edition of the incessant buzz i'm ken blake yeah i'm adding the last name now whatever all good don't care why am i hiding got nothing to hide for how are we doing everybody it's been hot as balls today i'm miserable sore yard work sucks the usual bullshit you know life as an adult um, let's, uh, let's get into some stuff here, shall we? Let's, uh, let's see where we can go. Let's see what's going to happen. I did some homework, sort of. Did a little pre-planning, sort of. I got, I got post-it notes here. I thought, hell, you know what? I'll get ahead of the game. I'll get a little idea of what I want to do. There's a first time for everything, you know? So it's, it's almost, I was going to try to keep doing this by the seat of my pants, but I'm like, you know what? While I'm thinking about stuff, Maybe it's a better idea to write some of it down, get an idea of where I want to go with it, you know, have some semblance of, of uh, you know, uh, continuity, um, you know, don't want it to be linear by any means, but, you know, some sense of, uh, you know, some, uh, like you say, continuity or something to that, that effect, so we'll go with that. Um, so, updates on the kids, or lack thereof, I guess. <laughs> uh, we missed the call on Friday for Grayson from the Children's Hospital. <laughs> fuck. Go fucking figure. Okay, and here's the kicker, though. Um, those bastards didn't... Um, didn't call till like, after four in the afternoon. So, first off, who the fuck does that, okay? You know... Um, and secondly, you don't try to call back a second time. Like, people are busy, you know. And they call Brittany, and for whatever fucking reason, don't have my number on, on the, um, you know, on the boy's chart or his file or whatever. So I'm kind of like, so you missed one, so you didn't try again. So what, you're going to just make us wait all weekend until Monday. That's real cool, assholes. Like, bad business. Bad fucking business. You've already pissed me off by not allowing us to have the doctor I asked for, even though you said we were going to get him. And then you turn around and then you do this. They told us we would hear within a week, and this has been almost two. Actually, it's been over two. There you go. More bad business. Like this neurosurgeon, she can fuck off. Okay? Like, I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over it. She's, she's just a pain in my ass. But I digress. Hopefully we will hear sometime tomorrow morning. Um, I'm pretty sure they run sometime in the morning till... somebody. I thought somebody said like noon or one. And I'm like, what the fuck is that even? Noon or one. Like, What kind of hours are those? Oh, I'm a big wig, you know, super surgeon at the hospital. I can, I can make my... No, 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 no. Like, shouldn't you be there, like, you know, pulling regular hours like everyone else? Fuck off. But I digress. This is not for me to, you know, to, to decide or, you know, whatever. It's, it's on them. So that's, they make the calls. Um, but yeah, that, that's as much of an update or, like I say, lack thereof as I've got for that. Um, so hopefully, that all said... I understand they have a plan. I don't know what it is. Uh, Brittany had called earlier in the week to talk to somebody about it. Um, they had only just kind of 
solidified a plan. They were going to get back to us shortly thereafter, but they didn't actually, weren't actually, or the booking clerk wasn't actually able to give us any information because she literally didn't know, or their, the nurse or whomever we were dealing with. I really don't know. So that's, that's where we stand with that. Uh, super pain in my back, my ass. Um, but yeah, we will have that. I think there's a couple other appointments this week. God forbid I could remember what the fuck they are. Um, and again, Harrison's MRI in August, which I'm still livid about because how do you make a disabled child... Sorry, how do you book a disabled child to come in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, a 2-year-old, and expect he's going to be fasting from God knows what time in the morning until go time when they when they dose him and put him under so he can go through this MRI. Like, it's just, it's fucking unfathomable, the the level of stupidity. Yeah, I get it. You're busy. you got a lot of things on the go. Use your fucking heads. Use your fucking heads. That, that, that's where I'm at. We've been, we've been after this MRI. It was supposed to happen in April at the Children's Hospital. It didn't because we went to Toronto. We didn't get it done there because he was disqualified from the, the trial. And now we're waiting... Till August. Four fucking months? Come on. You've been you've been waiting and sitting and waiting and sitting and for this amount of time and you're not gonna like try to expedite the process. That's the earliest we could do. I get it. Again, they're busy, but when we've been going through this rigmarole as long as we fucking have, help us out. Okay? We got enough going on. Help us out a little. Yeah, so that notwithstanding, everything else is uh, fair game now. Um, from what I figure, I'm going to try to get into. Um, my first little thing here I'm looking at. <laughs> In what feels like his final act of goodness as our premier, Jason Kenney writes a letter, which I, I can only imagine how well written that would be, not taking a shot at his intelligence, I just feel like he's a moron, but regardless, I know some of you love him, some of you hate him. Fuck, I voted for him and I hate him. It was a mistake, but this, this seems to be changing something. I really don't know what's happening right now. So essentially, my understanding is he's written a letter to the competition board and, and, and some... Mm, fuel something or other. I have to look it up, but I'm not going to. But I should. Um, but he writes this letter, and Alberta has some of the higher um, fuel prices in the country. Uh, and and <laughs> so basically, the idea is it's it's a, a price fixing probe that they're doing, aka looking into being price gouged and wouldn't you know it prices are fucking dropping um can't find the exact information i'm looking for at the moment which whatever no that's not withstanding here but i just i find it so comical that he decides he's gonna do this because well whatever um he decides he's gonna do this because well again we're paying ridiculous amounts of fucking money for fuel that comes out of our province and, and we're getting 
We're getting fucked hand over fist. Okay. Good. He finally does something of value. Well, that's welcome. Beyond welcome. Thank you, Mr. Kenny. So, the wife earlier tells me, oh yeah, gas went down to this. And I thought, well, that's something. So let's have a quick look here at the prices at my favorite stations in Lethbridge. Holy fuck. What is happening? Okay, so they're all over the map, ladies and gentlemen. As of today, and bear in mind, these prices are Canadian and will be per liter, not per gallon. Fuck me. Um, I, follow, I apologize, you know, to the American contingent here. Um, and these prices, most of them are updated within... What's the range here on my favorites? An hour to... Thought I saw 12 at most. Okay. But the uh, 12 hours ago, still, as I'm looking at it, is very much the same as a great many gas stations within Lethbridge. I haven't looked at my own gas station out here in Colhurst. Um, but they're usually on par, if not a cent more, oftentimes. So, without further ado, Husky, <laughs> 13th Street North. Is a buck sixty-seven nine, down from the buck eighty-one it was the other day. What a fucking farce! Costco is still higher than that at a buck seventy-three. Gas Plus on the west side, buck seventy-five. We get a bunch here that are ringing in at a buck seventy-nine, with a couple of others. And Canadian Tire is almost always cheaper than most at a buck eighty-one. So, if I go back and I have a look at the rest of the fuel stations within the area. As I was stating, my uh, local SO is still a dollar. Oh, it's a dollar seventy-nine, so it's even dropped. So that's um, there's a petrol can on the west side at a buck seventy-three. So for the most part, everybody buck seventy-nine. So it hasn't dropped drastically, save for a few places, and I find that to be phenomenal. Now, um, that said, and I don't know why I said it like I have dentures in. Um, here it is. Where the hell is that? I have to look here. UFA is always cheaper. This will astonish. Nobleford. $1.40.4. And Picture Butte, $1.41. Even. Which is weird. Very. And those were reported between 48 hours ago. Um, let's see what else. Claire's home I haven't looked at as of today. Let's find out because Claire's home somehow, some way, seems to be like the lowest in the province, and it is phenomenal. That's just how low. Alright, so they're they're all over the place right now. Wow, that's uh that's wild. So their lowest apparently is a buck forty one at UFA. Okay. Shell is a buck forty seven. So of the ones that are, you know, along the main drag there, Shell is still in fact the lowest at a buck forty-seven of the big names, right? Shell, SO Fast Gas, Petrocan, yada yada. However, like I say, UFA buck forty-one. Now, for those not in the know, you can go to your local UFA and request um I think it's a card for the card lock. 
uh, and they'll ask whether or not you want an account and you can tell them no and then you follow that with um, they'll ask you I think if you want to pay by debit or credit and you say both or one or the other whatever you prefer um, and then they'll set you up and then you can basically use their their card lock 24 7 as far as I understand because you have that right you have that card to allow you to swipe in and yeah purchase fuel at a at a discounted rate um, I will state this for the record um, Gas King within Lethbridge, and I don't know if it's all of them, but I believe I've been to more than, no, the one on the north side on 5th Avenue, I know for certain I got gas there the other day, and I think, I'm going to assume it's all of them, um, they're charging the same price for mid-grade as they are for regular, so keep that in mind, it's a little better, you know, potentially, um, less garbage in it, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a fuel expert, so I don't uh, I don't pretend to be. But back to the point, though, with this all you know rambled about and so on and so forth, um, our gas prices are finally coming down. And I and, and I realize like you know a buck forty is still obscene, like fucking just ludicrous, you know. Uh, this this almost two dollars. Actually, did we get over? I don't I don't think we got over two dollars. I think we got close, but I don't think we ever made it there. I think we got what to a buck ninety-three down here. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I uh, I expect that you would. Um, so that said, like it it's dropped drastically, you know, depending on where you go. Um, again, how Claire's home is like the lowest in the province. Still flabbergasts me. I still haven't an answer. I want one because I don't know how they're, you know. They're, they're making this happen. It's like a fucking racket, honestly. Um, but hey, the Premier did good for once. You know, give the man a pat on the back. Even a squirrel gets a nut, guys. You know, I don't I don't applaud the man for very much. I think he's an absolutely, you know, ridiculous fat little man. I, I think he's dumb as a stump, and I just don't like him. Um, I get that, you know, a lot of you think he, he inherited uh, a real shitstorm after the NDP uh, were ousted. And I'm not going to deny that he probably did. Um, I don't I don't know the numbers there. I don't know a lot. I try... God, as much as I try to pay attention to politics in this country, and within the province to boot, because obviously, my home province, right? Um, I have such a bitch of a time giving a fuck lately. Unless it means I'm going to be paying more or getting gouged in taxes more. Then I care. Because I don't... I don't have a lot as it is. I have my income, we have my wife's maternity leave, and then our child tax. We're getting by. We're okay. But we're still, you know, it's still not uh, the best. Um, you know, we're still paycheck to paycheck. We're still, you know, having to uh, get by and, uh, you know, barely get by at times or, or whatever. Um... So yeah, when, when when something like this happens, this is, you know, to me, it's a huge success, really. I, I, I stand by that. And, you know, as for the rest of the country, like if, if suddenly we drop hard and the rest of them are, are still sky high, I, I feel for them. And, I feel, you know, and, and I apologize for nothing because I can't, I mean, I'm in control of nothing. Um, but I, I feel for you guys out east and, and uh, even further west out in B.C., um, 
you know, gas prices are absolutely astonishing um, the further east you go. And, and, and again, like, you get out to, like, uh, Vancouver Island, like Victoria and whatnot, <clears throat> and gas prices are just fucking driven so high. And, and again, that's, I mean, you're carting fuel out to an island, so that kind of goes without saying, right? Like, you know, that's, that's part of the problem. Um, regardless, though, <sighs> buckle up, because I don't see it getting better without something happening. I don't feel like there's a lot of get without giving in this province anymore, so fingers crossed. All right, enough of that. I'm, I'm done with politics. I, oh, fucking something I just want to jam my fingers into my eyes about. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Next on the docket. Oh, boy. We're going to have another Flames talk, everybody. You're not going to like this. Because, well, you might if you're a Flames fan. Um, uh, I'm glad it's over, okay? It's a sad, sad time right now, but I'm glad the um, distractions are done with. They're only going to get worse, unfortunately. Uh, so, Friday... Well, okay, I'll go back a little ways. I'll go back to last week, after Johnny had left. Fuck him. Um, I stand by that. Uh, he's put out a letter, you know, trying to explain to the, the fans his, his motives and everything else. Gargle my nuts, you little bastard. I don't want to fucking hear it. Still go to Columbus, disappear, never speak to us again. You fucking asshole. There, that's over. Okay, now, I did say last week, I fear like fuck that if Goudreau goes, Kachuk will go. Wouldn't you fucking know it. So... The Flames brass turn around and they impose arbitration. Basically, it's club-elected arbitration, forcing Kachuk to sign a one-year deal, in theory, or be traded. Because at the, at the end of the day, you keep him till the trade deadline next season, or pardon me, free agency, or you make him sign a one-year deal. Okay, so he's been extended. Now we've got bad blood. Or you trade him. This forced the trade. Okay, well that was expected. This this forces his hand. He wants out. <sighs> Another superstar. Well, supposed superstar. I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Wants out of Calgary. Okay. At least we know like a year in advance. That's fantastic. And I applaud the kid. You know what? Like he's twenty four. His heart's in, in the States. He wants to be in his home country. Hey, I don't blame him. And, and and that goes for Goudreau, too. I don't blame them for wanting to play where, you know, it means the most to them. But, Chuck went about it in a better way, unfortunately. Like, we fucking, you know, force his hand and, you know, we, we, we got, we were spurned once. Why why go through the motions again? You know, that that's, that's the logic here. That's, you know, what the GM was thinking. Excuse me. A little bit of gas there from dinner. Um, so, Friday, we go through the day. Like We're sitting here all week waiting for something to happen. You know, the other, the other shoe to drop, so to speak. 
Friday, we're waiting all day, and I'm like, come on, this has got to happen. Because, like, the latest it can happen, as far as I understood, was, like, August 11th. Otherwise, like, he'd play of the season, or... Uh, there's there a whole litany of, of um... Uh, different scenarios, okay? But August 11th was what I understood was, like, the drop-dead thing for... date for, like, this... Uh, for the arbitration. So it was either get him, you know, traded prior... Or go to the 11th, and then he, you know, they go to arbitration, they pay him. God knows what, probably like 10 and a half, I bet you. Ow, I don't want to say that, but it would be high. It'd probably be nine, nine and a half for a season, okay? So that's fine. That's fine. Um, so we sit around all day, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I've got, you know, we're listening to sports radio out of Calgary. Nothing's coming down the pipe. Nothing's coming down the pipe. And we're just like, oh, fuck's sakes. Come on. Like, something's got to happen. Hours go by. I go home from work. I don't hear anything. Later in the evening, I get I get something sent to me. Uh, well, not just myself, but uh, our group chat gets um, something sent, you know, to us from, from one of the two mics in it. And lo and behold, it's Elliot Friedman. Reporting Kachuk's been traded, and I'm all we're all just sitting there like, holy fuck, you know. So let it be known, I'm I'm like I'm I'm on pins and needles at this point. I I am just fucking like, what's the return? What's the return? Come on, let let's have it. Let's go. What the fuck? What's the holdup? And I'm just like I'm I'm chomping at the bit because like, so Kachuk had five teams he wanted to go to: St. Louis, which was obvious, you know, uh, that was a total given because play where there's you know where his dad played. Huge, right? Okay, cool. Uh, but he wanted to go to to a contender. So we have St. Louis, Dallas, Vegas. Uh, fuck, there's one more out west here, and I'm not going to fucking remember what team it was, but it's American. Ah, fuck it, my brain doesn't work today anyhow. Uh, I'll actually, that's a lie. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> it's mine. I'll make it work. Anyhow, um... So this all goes down. Like I say, he's got this t a list of five. Uh, ba -ba -ba, ba -ba -ba. Forgive me, guys. I was trying to be fucking on the ball here. I should have remembered this. I am dumb as a stump some days. Do 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 do. Sorry for the music. That sounds like ass. I'm almost there. Oh my god. This could go on for an hour if I'm trying to... Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give up. Um, because I could sit here and look at this list over and over and over. I'm not going to try to find it. I'm not going to find it. Oh. Oh, that was a potential trade, but that was never going to happen. Um, well, fuck me. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I, I've ruined this. Um, oh, am I almost there? Yeah, it would have been nice if I'd have been on the ball. I, I'm sorry, guys. That's a total, uh, F up on my part. I, I feel so stupid. Um, oh, there we go. Nashville. 
Oh, God, wow, I do feel stupid. Not really out west, not really out east, but I guess they're in the uh, Western Conference, so... Um, kind of in the middle. Uh, and then, uh, I guess that's why they're in the Central Division. And then, the fifth team was Florida. Now, Florida, I didn't know this until recently, they're, they're, they have no, what I assume, a state tax. So they're, you know, in a low tax bracket. They're, they're looking good, blah, blah, blah. Cool. So, okay, we find out at some point Friday evening or night, I don't remember the time exactly, somebody I thought I was listening to said something about it being after 9 o'clock, which doesn't shock me. These things, you know, can take fucking forever to, to work out. So, where are we here? To Florida goes Matthew Kachuk. And a 2025 conditional fourth-round pick. And I don't know why there's a condition on the fourth round. It seems really fucking stupid to me that there'd be a condition on it. But hey, I, I don't ask questions. I just work here. Poorly. And very poorly at that. Um, in return, and here's where it gets interesting, Calgary receives Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weger, uh, prospect Cole Schwint, who, from what I understand, isn't going to be like an elite-level prospect, and a first overall. And I and 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 when that came down the pipe, I nearly I nearly pissed myself. I, I'm not lying. Like this this was like so much joy overload that I could literally just piss my pants. Um, because like everything that's happened with Goudreau has almost been rectified in one trade for a guy that wasn't. Goodrow, like, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm blown away, and I mean, like, so. Okay, let's get let's get to the meat of this here. First and foremost, Jonathan Huberto and and Mackenzie Weger are UFAs at the end of the season, this coming season. So, <laughs> so we've literally traded. We've lost a guy who was a free agency this season. We traded a guy that would be, um, you know, would be a free agent at the, after the end of next. And we've gained two that are free agents at the end of next. So they, it does sound bad. You know, we were going to get a season out of them. Um, there's a lot of talk of like, well, what happens with Huberto? Like, we could trade him at the trade deadline if he's not producing. He'll produce. Given the opportunity, he'll produce. 115 points in Florida. Now, I know they have a stacked team down there. Don't get me wrong. But this guy is... Like, such a different left-winger from Johnny. You know, he's he's um, he's a two-way winger. He's more defensive, you know, plays a more defensive end of the game as well. Um, can, he's multifaceted, can be used in, in, in different scenarios. Perfect. Okay. And this is a guy who, as I was listening to a podcast earlier about, um, you know, this whole uh, debacle, um, this is a guy who can, or did, sorry, uh, make Sam Bennett a 28-goal scorer this season. So, take that for what you will. All right? Um, now, I did say this. If we lost Kachuk, we were losing a lot in one player because he brings um, to, his, to the team, his game brings a certain edge in the way he plays. And I don't mean like, you know, just... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But basically, the point I'm making is this guy brings tenacity. He brings toughness. He brings grit. He's an agitator. He's greasy. He 
he gets the other team off their game when he's on the ice. He is that player. And and he makes made Calgary all the better for that. Because if he was on the ice mostly, the other the opposition was, you know, somehow, some way not doing well. Up until a certain point where he didn't really play that role like he used to and it kind of pisses me off because i really enjoyed that but again like this is a guy who he you know he backed it up he would scrap if he had to maybe not well um but he would you know like he he has the tools like he had just he my understanding is and and argue it as you will he's not as fleet of foot as most i'm not saying he's slow but he's not the fastest okay so whatever he managed, though. He played well with Goudreau, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, he's going to slot in immediately in Florida. And, you know, good on him. Like, he's, he's gotten his payday. He's he's going to play, you know, in, in one hell of a state where he can just basically be Florida man. Especially in that area, you know. They're um, by the Everglades or, you know, Got all this, that, and the other goddamn thing going on around there. So it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see kind of how he turns out um, in the next several years. Hopefully it's uh, you know he does well and and whatever else you know I, I still like the guy regardless. I think I think losing him hurts more than Goudreau. And I know a lot of people will argue that you know from the production end of it. And to them I say, who cares? You know, he's a big boy. Whereas Goudreau is a midget. So, now, that said, um, Huberto is a bigger boy, you know, and he's obviously got a hell of a, uh, you know, different uh, style of play, especially being, you know, that he's feeling in that left wing. So, now it's like, okay, well, we're, what do we do? Well, it sounds like it's going to be, you know, um, uh Oh my god, my brain has just totally and utterly escaped me once again. I'm sorry, guys. He's going to be on the top line. There's no question about it. Who his center will be remains to be seen. Um, I would die inside, well, and I'd laugh aloud if uh, Monaghan, you know, saw a sudden resurgence. Um, I guess that'll depend on whether or not he's healthy and, and how... You know, he's able to go. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I'd read, um, or heard, sorry, that talk that, like, Manjapani might <laughs> might be up on, like, the, uh, the right wing, you know, to start the season. I don't see that necessarily. I see Toffoli maybe being the guy. Um, and besides Mange is a left winger, so says Google, so take that for what you will. Um, I don't know right now. I'm still, I'm all over the place in my head about all of this. Um, question marks abound, I guess. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. A lot of question marks, uh, kind of what, how things are going to go, which way, and, well, whatever. You know, I'm excited right now. I'm, I'm stupid, stupid, stupid excited. Um, and I hope he fits in well. I, I really do. You know, this this is uh, 
This is huge for Calgary. Um, I'll say this. Lindholm is probably going to be a center. We'll see. Um, odds are. Like I say, unless all of a sudden we see the resurgence of Sean Monaghan. And I mean, who knows? It could happen. It could honestly happen. If he's healthy, if he can stay healthy, it could happen. But again, who goes right wing? Uh, probably Toffoli. Unless we, we sign somebody else. So... Okay, um, Mackenzie Weger, new defenseman, that everybody is literally saying it will be our number one defenseman from here on out. And if there's one guy to sign out of the two of them uh, coming up towards uh, free agency or trying to get locked up, it's him. Um, he puts up points, he's, you know, fleet of foot, like, solid defenseman. Kind of the knock on him is he takes, you know, he doesn't draw penalties so much as he takes them. Um, we'll see. Under Sutter, I mean, it, it could be just, like, match made in heaven, is kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, you know, he was partnered with Aaron Eckblad, and, and, and it's funny because, like, you don't know much about this guy. Like, I didn't know who he was till, till uh, you know... Everybody started kind of talking about him. Um, last season, he played 80 games, 8, point, eight goals, 36 assists for a total of 44 points. As a defenseman, I mean, like, it's not, it's, that's a lot of helpers, you know. Um, 44 points is, is nothing to, uh, you know, to sneer at. That's, that's, uh, those are good numbers. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Penalty minutes, 81. So, and that's gone up over his several seasons with Florida. Uh, but granted, like his first season, he played three games with them. So enough for a cup of coffee. And he had a whole four penalty minutes in that three-game stint. Whereas, like, the following season, 60 games, 32 pims. 64 games, 64 pims. Uh, 45 games, 33 pims. 54 games, 45 pims. Like, it's just, you know... Let's look at the numbers here. So, second season cause with Florida, because the first one really, again, is a flash in the pan. Um, okay, so he was plus five. Next season, he was minus three. Next season, he's plus six. Next season, he's plus 29. And then the last season with him, he's plus 40. Like, honestly, honestly, that's wild. You know, his point production in the playoffs isn't, particularly stellar um but he's only been in the playoffs three times so take that for what you will um <laughs> and and his penalty minutes are equally bad um in the playoffs four games played four pims six games played six pims ten games played ten pims like come on Whatever. It, I'm not worried about it. So basically, he's going to be top pairing. He's going to be like our number one, basically, as they say. So they're going to, he's going to, you're going to end up paired with one of three guys. It's either going to be uh, Tanev, Hannafin, or uh, Anderson. I don't know yet. Um, I think it'd be fucking amazing if he was with uh, Tanev, but what do you do with Shillington? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though, like I say. Um, yeah, as for uh, as for the prospect, um, like I say, he's supposed to be... Mm, 
like you say, kind of like a, a second, third line guy from what I've read. Um, so that'll be interesting, you know, if, like, let's hope he does make it to the bigs. Um, it'll be interesting. I'll say that. I'm pretty sure he's a center, if I remember reading right. Uh, of course, now I'm looking for it again, and I've lost it because I'm dumb. Uh, and I'm dragging this out more than I should have, so I apologize, guys. This, but it's uh, I, I'm I'm on cloud nine right now, so I'm taking my sweet ass time, trying to talk about it and trying to talk about it, but you know, um, intellig intelligently for the first time and never. Uh, do, 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 Cole Schwint, that's the name. That's what I want. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. He's going to be playing for the farm. Um. I heard rumor they might rename the farm team. No, they were the oh Stockton Heat for the longest time there. Um, they've been moved to Calgary. There's talk they might change the name back to the Calgary Wranglers, which apparently at one time was their WHL affiliate. Not Calgary's, just the, sorry, the city's WHL affiliate. Um, long before the Hitmen, obviously. So we'll see. That would be kind of a cool nod. Um I don't know what'll happen after that. So we'll go with that. Um, yeah, and then this these these draft picks, they're conditional. Um, I believe that first round pick how the hell does that work? I have to look at this again because I'm like infinitely confused by all of kind of the, the, uh, the BS that is kinda you know goes with it. Let's have a gander here. So our fourth round pick going to Florida. Fourth round pick trade condition. If the 2025 first round pick that Florida sent to Calgary is a lottery pick resulting in Calgary receiving is a lottery pick what? resulting in Calgary receiving Florida's 2026 first round pick instead, then the 2025 fourth round pick that Calgary sent to Florida also slides to 2026. So it's, yeah, there, there's contingencies there. So I can't exactly, I gotta try to find the rest of that information. Um, and again, I wish to fuck I would have done this a little more. This is where the intelligence lacks. Oh yeah, I got all prepared, blah, blah, blah. No, I didn't. I had ideas I wanted to talk about on paper. I didn't talk, you have anything else fucking put down. Ah, boy. One day I'll learn. Sorry, guys. Okay. Do, 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 do. I don't care enough. Sorry, guys. I don't care enough. Basically, there are conditions where if something happens, I can't remember what the fuck it is. Basically, that draft pick from 2025 moves to 2026. Um, I think it's... What was it? If Florida... Doesn't make the playoffs this year, then that draft pick moves to 2026. I think that's what it was. Don't quote me on that. Again, now this is where the intelligence lacks. Um, regardless, it's it's not the worst thing that's ever happened. I, I can uh, I can safely say that I'm I'm absolutely elated. You know that what we've got is is just phenomenal moving forward um again they've got to they've got to sign these guys that's the big thing um but it doesn't sound like things were going particularly well um between huberdo's camp and uh the panthers 
um, management, and if, on 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 the um, the side of an extension or, or whatever, or uh, you know, um, just yeah, re-signing or whatever the case. So sounds like the um, you know they kind of Hubro's camp kind of you know put out what they were kind of looking at and. Florida just didn't really get back to them. I'm sure I'm oversimplifying that incredibly, but I was just like, really, like, the business acumen, pardon me, the business acumen of some of these fucking GMs and whatnot, is just, it, it makes you scratch your fucking head. It's a business at the end of the day. So, show, show your ability to be a businessman. Show your ability to actually prove to people that you are in the business of making good decisions, showing people that you are a respectable person to deal with. Because clearly, like, if, if your star players are complaining or whatever, that you're they're sitting on their hands waiting for an answer and they're getting nothing, well, that tells me that there's something wrong there. So, And maybe there was disconnect between the two teams um, because they... They didn't think they could bring him back or they didn't want to bring him back. And that's perfectly plausible. Shit like this happens all the time, so. Well, we made it this far into the podcast, so uh, how are we feeling, everybody? So I'm going to go back to the TV talk again. I know I've kind of been doing this lately, and, and I'm, you know, it's kind of something I'm feeling good about of late. Um, it keeps me kind of off of... Um, you know, other uh, topics. Um, I could talk video games. Well, no, I can't anymore. That's a lie. I'd love to talk video games. Um, I play one game now. I used to be I used to be a gamer. I used to, like, want to play everything. Oh, God of War, gotta have it. God of War 2, gotta have it. Like, I've, I've played all the games except for the PSP, or... Yeah. Or PlayStation Vita. One or the other. I haven't played those games. Um, I don't know that I ever will. Because I don't care. I know there's a collection out there of the older games. But I'm not about to like get all over it. Um, that said, God of War Ragnarok is coming. Is it later this year or early next? I can't remember. There's a couple of other games I'm interested in. Um, but that all said like i play destiny 2 pretty well every day it's like you know the exclusive like game that i play i just it is where my heart lies it's it's what i enjoy now and and i just i don't know i uh i took a long break from it i guess we're on the conversation quickly i'll try to be brief it's really not that interesting took a long break and i was playing warframe which is a uh, uh, free to play much like destiny is or destiny 2 is now uh free to play uh game from a Canadian developer, um, with a billion and a half microtransactions you can make. So you can buy guns, you can buy, um, I don't even know what you would call them. They're called Tenno in the game. They're essentially like uh, skins, armor. They come with all their own kind of perks and, and other um, oh, what am I trying to say? Like super moves and shit. Um, you know, it's kind of got, like, Destiny aspects of it, but it's, like, much grander. There's there's too, so much more to it. It's very involved game. It's been around since, like, the inception of the PlayStation 4. 
It has been around for a hell of a long while. They've built quite the goddamn community and everything. But you can spend, and, I, and I've spent a bit of money on it because I was really enjoying it. You can spend, you know, your nest egg, your fucking kids' college fund, the whole bit. Now, you can do that in any game now because that's what they're all about. Microtransactions, um, expansions, um, you know, like anything that they can, they think will will sell. They'll, you know, they'll make a point of getting some sort of monetary gain out of it. It's it's sad, um, but this is how they keep, uh, you know, keep people playing. Offer them something they want. If it's for a fucking you know reasonable cost, people will jump all over it. Um, like I play uh, Raid Shadow Legends on uh, for mobile, like on my phone, and I do play it on my computer. Um, I set it to auto, of course. I don't actually play play properly. Um, but holy fuck, like some of the microtransactions, it's a mobile game, and some of the shit I'm seeing their, them offer at at the cost that they're or the price they're offering it for, holy fuck! Like I don't have money to burn on these games on the best of days. And I look at, like, some of these packs that they're offering, and it's, like, you know, over $140 after tax in Canadian. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's a mobile game. Like, this is insane. Yeah, sure. I'm getting, like, these um, these shards out of the deal. There's no guarantees I'm getting good fucking characters out of it. That's, you know, and that's kind of their their uh, claim into fame is, is, you know, trying to... Um, you know, get you to buy and buy and buy all these uh, random characters and shit, basically try to earn these characters by spending money on these shards and shit. It's it's fucking nuts. Um, so I, I basically I just kind of grind it for free mostly. I've I've spent a little bit of money here and there, but nothing like you know dollar here, dollar there. You know, minimal shit or like sorry, more than a dollar, like a dollar fifty basically, or like five bucks or whatever here and there. Very little. Um, in my mind, plus a lot of it I, I I get from Google Rewards, so it's like surveys and shit I do for Google, and I get a little bit of like you know, twenty cents, forty six cents, the seventy three cents, shit like that, right? Um, I get that all, um, you know, I let that build up for a little while, then I'll just like randomly buy shit with that because technically it's it's free, it's free money uh, from Google. And I can use it right in the game, so why wouldn't I, right? You know, put that into the developer's pocket. I mean, I love the game, so it makes sense in that regard. Uh, but to get away from the gaming, I'd like to transition to, or pivot, as I keep hearing everybody use uh, lately, but I don't like the word, so I'm going back with transition. Segway, whatever. Uh, but uh, we're going we're gonna to shuffle over to, you know, me getting back into... Uh, kind of watching a lot of tv and shit lately and it's it's been uh fuck it's been glorious i haven't been interested in in a lot of television of late um i've been trying and i have pardon me i've been trying lately and, and i'm finding reasons to watch television again uh sort of i mean i usually um you know stream on demand something like that um and then i'll binge watch kind of what I'm, like, kind of apt to doing now. It's a terrible way to watch TV, really. I mean, you know, you grow up on, on, on a weekly, you know, whatever schedule, watching shit that way, and then they start slowly changing the way they do their things. Well, mid-season break, we're not coming back for another three months, so fuck you, have fun picking your balls. 
wait, what? When did that start happening? You know, like that stuff like that. Um, uh, and then this minimizing of seasons. Well, the average viewer's uh, attention span is so goddamn small now, it's that of a fucking goldfish. Yeah, it's fucking true. Um, but at the same time, like, if you can create television that's captivating or movies or whatever, people will sit there and pay attention. There's no question. I, I have a bad habit of being on my phone more often than not during what I'm watching. Um, because sometimes I'm just... I'm checked out and I just want to dick around, you know? And uh, it is what it is. Um, I just wish, like, a lot of these series would would run a lot longer. But I understand, you know, this is kind of... This is the way things are going now, so it's just sad that, like, you know, an episodic series uh, of, of um, you know, eight episodes takes eight weeks to watch, and then you've got to wait over a year to see the next fucking season. And it doesn't make sense to me, um, you know, where I used to sit there and watch an entire, wow, I mean, they say 24 episodes, it was like, here and there, they would break it, or like twenty four. The series twenty four. This is kind of what my comparison, or like the the, the what I'm using to kind of speak on at the moment. Um, you know, like those episodes, they'd start the season with a two hour, you know, premiere, and the finale would be two two hours, and then like the mid season would be like two hours. So they, you know, would get away from it being like a full twenty four. Um, episodes by basically making like two episodes into one sort of thing or an event really um, and I appreciated that though you know like they give me something to look forward to and it was it was you know, a long season and then um, you know when it would come to to the following season it wasn't such a long break you know whereas like a series I just watched recently or have been watching sorry for like the last three seasons of it called Barry, um, each season is like eight episodes. Thanks, HBO. You're real great for that. Um, so it's like eight episodes. They're half an hour long instead of like an, uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Fine. Um, but that break, that gap, that, oh my God. And then, of course, COVID and everything else, you know, that really fucking like just, oh really delayed things and just slowed things down but um speaking on barry i just actually finished watching season three Did i finished that yesterday would have had to have been yesterday um pretty good season i'm gonna have to try to watch it again it was wild like it was all over the place and there was a lot happening um i missed a bit because the kids um and stupid me they trying to watch you know trying to watch this shit while the kids are up and I'm, you know, trying to wrangle them and whatever else. I'm not catching half of what's going on or I'm on my phone ignoring it, right? Because now I'm just, like, needing that little break from reality because, you know, I'm, I've am i been getting, you know, listening to whining and screaming and crying and moaning and whatever else for the last two hours. So, you know, four episodes in and I'm already like, oh, I guess, or no, I watched that Friday. That's a lie. I watched all that Friday. <laughs> afternoon and into the evening. I mean, it was technically four hours, right? So, really, it's not like it was hard to do. Um, again, the problem with an eight-episode season. I can crush it in four fucking hours. You know, that's basically two movies. 
And I used to be able to fucking do multiple movies in a night. I don't anymore. Um, I tried watching a couple movies over the weekend. Um, Mad God. Apparently it was a Shudder exclusive. Um, from like a stop motion uh, master, basically. Um, I don't know that I'll get through it. Uh, there's like no dialogue. There's no nothing. It's just like really fucked up, uh, dark imagery, um, I mean, fuck, the movie starts with a, a, a fucking, like, uh, out, uh, what is it, like, several verses from Leviticus, which I believe is Old Testament, um, and it's, like, one of the most, just one of the darkest things I've ever fucking laid eyes on, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, less the matter of the content and like what's said in it like I can get my head around that that's fine like it, yeah sounds like a mad god or it sounds like you know a mad like overlord or whatever or like but like for the religious nuts out there and whatnot I look at this and I go this is what you base your shit on your life your whatever and I know let's be honest what person is basing their shit on uh, their 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 way of life, their anything on Old Testament? Okay, that's that's hellfire and brimstone. That's what that is. That's it just you know the, it, it was just like dark, 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 fucking medieval type shit, right? Well, not quite, but so to to you know to start a movie with that, I was like, whoa, okay, well this sets the tone immediately, and then it just gets really bizarre after that, and you see a lot of like weird. Um, I don't know, it just, clearly, from the mind of a fucking madman, that, that's how I'll, uh, you know, kind of, um, put it, because it just seemed very bizarre, I don't know how else to kind of, you know, go forward with that, um, another movie I put five, no, I bet you put like 20 minutes, half hour into it, maybe, if that, um, it's called Crimes of the Future. It's a David Cronenberg movie. And for those of you that aren't in the know, David Cronenberg is um, Canadian director. He, he directs some really fucked up shit. Uh, if memory serves, and I bet you it does, because why would I forget the most useless information in the fucking world where I said I can't remember what happened with fucking Flames Trades on Friday, two days ago? Um... However, um, this, it's got, like, Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart, it's got, you know, some other, um, decent actors in it. Okay, so, to go through Cronenberg's, you know, work, and there's the movie I'm thinking of, um, Crash, which was a really weird, like, Canadian movie, it wasn't even, like, meant to be necessarily Canadian, but, uh, basically about people getting into car wrecks. I had, like, James Spader and some other actors in it, and there was a lot of TNA and banging in it. It was really fucking bizarre. Um, it's older. It's like from the fucking mid-90s, I think. Where's the... 96, yeah, mid-90s. It's, it's fucked up. Um, he directed The Fly from 86. Uh, Dead Ringers, which was a... Jeremy Irons movie, uh, Existence with, oh, who the hell was in that, uh, Jude Law, and I, th what the fuck is her name, 
There it is. Jennifer Jason Lee. Um, I didn't watch that one. I thought it was trash. I don't like to say he, dir he directs some really fucked up shit. Um, the one movie I remember him from having directed from a billion years ago, um, from the 80s as well, is a movie called um, Nightbreed. Which, I will state for the record, wasn't necessarily... Oh, apparently he... I don't know if he directed Jason X, but he was in it, which is comical to say the least. No, didn't direct it, but he was, he starred, or he pff, didn't star in it. He was in it. There's no starring role for David Cronenberg. Um, Nightbreed. So, Nightbreed is based off a, a, I don't know if it was a novel or short story, um, by Clive Barker, one of my favorite uh, authors, as a matter of fact. Um, now that I think about that, that might be something I might try to talk about in the future here. Anyhow, um, the movie itself is exponentially Canadian, and I stand by that, um, because once you start watching this movie, you will quickly notice that the backdrop is full-blown Calgary in 1990, okay? Um, I mean, they talk about the surrounding areas and shit in this movie. It is, it is so Calgary, it is unbelievable. All right, so this this movie is based on 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 uh, for fuck's sake, you know what? I'll never remember. But like I say, it's either a novel or um, novel. There it is, novel by Clive Barker, and the screenplay was by Clive Barker. Um, so he basically rewrote his own fucking book to be for the movie. But David Cronenberg starred in it as uh, like a serial killer in the movie, and he oh no, I uh, forgive me. He was in it. He didn't direct it. Clive Barker directed it, so that's why it stunk so bad. Um, not the best movie in the world. However, very Calgary, um, without question. That movie was almost all Calgary, all the time. Um, but yeah, the guy's Canadian. So, I mean, that's, again, that's, that's a big thing, right? Um, trying to see. Do, 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 do. Clive Barker's British, by the way. Okay. Um, Openly gay, for that matter. Um, last I heard, he wasn't doing well um, health-wise. Uh, but that said, he uh, he's doing okay now. I'm waiting on another novel or two from him. I'm hoping, anyhow. Um, yeah, so anyhow, Cronenberg directs this movie called... Um, to get back to it, because like, I kind of really got away from this fucking thing. Um, fuck is this even... Crimes of the Future. So I'm trying to watch this fucking thing, and it's it's trash, okay? I should have expected that. Um, I mean, that, that it was just... I don't know. I don't know what, what I thought I was getting out of it. Viggo Mortensen. Um, Lea Seydoux. Seydoux I, fuck, I'll never pronounce it right. Kristen Stewart. Scott Speedman. So there's your Canadian connection. Scott Speedman, uh, Speedman being in it, being a Canadian actor. You've got a Canadian director. Anyhow, movie starts with mother and son. I think she's reading him a book. A really bizarre uh, start to the movie. Next thing I know, um, it, you see this kid in the bathroom, and he's literally eating the garbage can. And I'm not meaning like he's eating the garbage in the garbage can. He's taking bites out of the plastic garbage can and sitting there chewing them. And I'm, I'm watching this. I'm going like, what the fuck is happening right now? What is this dog shit that is, you know, set before me? That I'm laying my eyes on. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, 
he he is he, a strange director, that is for certain. But um, and then there's like Viggo Mortensen, who I don't even know. He's in this goddamn chair, and it looks like fucking bones and teeth, and it's like moving around. But he's like sitting there eating. I don't even know what the fuck he's eating. But it looks like the chair is like half fucking hitting him and half fucking like, uh, like helping him. I, honestly, guys, don't watch it. I don't even know if I'm going to try again. Um, I should just to say that I did because it's one of those things where if I'm going to start it, I should just see it through. But holy fuck, like it was just so impossibly bad to start that I wanted to hang myself. So back to the kid eating the garbage can quickly before I totally get away from it. Um, He's eating the garbage can. Next thing you see, he's in bed. And then mom climbs on top of him and holds a pillow over his head. Because she doesn't know what to do. And I'm I'm kinda like, okay, well now now we've you know, you've really lost me because now now you've smothered a kid. Now I I got enough problems with, with you know, what happens with kids. Like anything that happens to kids in movies nowadays just seems to really bother if it's bad. You know. Um just kids in general now, like, it just really fucking irks me, so. As for that, the rest of what I was trying to fucking watch this weekend, um, I'm a big anime guy, and, uh, I've been watching Bastard. It's a re remake of, of a six episode, if I remember correctly, and I don't. And I'm pretty positive, because I did watch it, pretty positive it was six episodes. And, yeah, that looks like the one. It was from 92. I no idea what I was watching at the time. I was just like, at the time when I downloaded it, because I wanted to watch, like, um, you know, I was really into uh, anime at the time, like, really trying to find, like, you know... Um, violent anime and shit, and, like, really just, you know, brutal anime, and, I mean, it looks as though they did pretty good in keeping to the spirit of the original, but they've gone so much further with it, and it, it's just, like, this version is particularly immature, but it has been enjoyable regardless. I have had nothing but a blast watching it. It's been fun, so... Um, but the original, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was only six episodes. Um, hard to explain. I don't even know if I want to try. Um, just know that it exists. It's on Netflix. And if you're, if you're into anime, go for it. If, if you're not into anime, forget I even mentioned it. All right. Um, yeah, totally different new voice, or, uh, New but or different but new voice cast um, for the current iteration, um, but it's like I say, it's been fun. Um, I know Netflix is really trying to become like the kings of fucking uh, anime. I just don't know if they've got what it takes to take on the likes of. Funimation or Crunchyroll, but we'll see. Um, and just lastly, and I mentioned it already that I crushed the series. Barry uh, stars Bill Hader. 
Um, and, you know, some other recognizables here and there. Um, it's funny. It's, it's really funny. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, like a dramedy, dark comedy sort of thing. Um, Bill Hader portrays a, a hitman, um, who has a handler. I can't remember the actor's name. He's been in everything. You'll know him when you see him. Uh, but he plays a hitman who, you know, he, he kind of got into, like, these, this, this, um, life of, of killing people, um, excuse me, you know, after coming out of the, uh, military, army, um, marines, whatever it was, and, uh, <laughs> he wants to stop killing, he doesn't know how to go about it, and he ends up in L.A., and he ends up in an acting class, as, as put on by, um, Henry Winkler's character, uh, Gene Cousineau, <laughs> and it's, it's fucking, it's absolutely outlandish, this, this, uh, acting class that he goes to, um, it, it, just some of the dumbest fucking people on the planet in this class, which, I mean, let's be honest, that's kind of, you know, it, I think it, it really shows, um, some truth to kind of how they probably, you know, are, um, down in, down in LA, you know, you pop into one and all of a sudden it's just like, what the fuck's happening here? But, you know, it, it, uh, you know, it's a satirical look at this, uh, at the, the acting, you know, end of things. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of comedy to it. Like, you know, he gets hired on by Chech, uh, Chechnyans, um, you know, and then he's taking on the Bolivians. So are they, oh, it's just a mess, but it's a funny mess. Um, so I, I absolutely implore you, if you're looking for a good laugh, check out Barry. It's, uh, it's different and, and different in my mind is not bad. So yeah, that's where it's at everybody. So I don't know that I like the direction of this podcast tonight. I think I much preferred, um, having no direction at all rather than it, it felt very linear. Um, and I really thought keeping it, you know, on a certain number of topics was going to make it a little mm, better, but I guess I was really incorrect in my assumptions of that. Um, we'll see what happens next week. I don't know. I'm, like I say, it's, you know, there's been a lot going on, so I just kind of wanted to, like, jump all on all of these things at once, um, kind of go forward with that. Um... Might not have a movie and or TV uh, segment next week, if you will. A um, few movies movies I want to watch. Uh, the Gray Man um, with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. That's on Netflix right now. Sounds like it's pretty good. Um, there's a few other series I want to watch that I uh, will probably have to put some effort into seeing. Um... Can't think of what the fuck they're called. Can see the actors, but I can't think of what they're called. It doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't gotten back to Halo yet, as I <laughs> really got off track. So that said, I don't know that anybody's going to be that interested. I will try to finish watching it, and we'll see. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens next weekend, and uh, you know, we'll see what this week brings. So maybe some good, maybe some bad, maybe some. None of the above. I'm hoping I'll have a key update for Grayson for you guys. Um, 
because honestly that's kind of mostly the point here um and i might try to uh you know touch on the family a little more um things have been good of late so i haven't you know had any real breakdowns or anything um you know regarding harris or yeah harrison sorry I, how i could forget my eldest son's fucking name i beyond me but um just kind of thoughts and 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 musings and stuff of stuff I've kind of gone over in, you know in the past I just um I'm just not uh I'm not sure kind of if I want to do a deep dive into it all or if I should just kind of like you know broach a couple of certain things and go from there so We'll see what uh, we'll see what comes. See if I even stick to that. See if I remember it by next Sunday. Uh, chances are, you know, much like everyone else and their goldfish fucking uh, um, attention spans. You know, I, I myself am very much like that of late as well. Noticing it more and more. My uh, focus is lacking, and and I can. It's funny. I can't keep on a or I can sit there and talk about something with somebody for a while, but I notice like if I'm in a vehicle. We'll be talking, 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 and then something will catch my eye, and instantly I go to that. And then I'm like, oh, sorry, got away from me. My ADD got the best of me. And I'm like, do I actually have ADD? So that's something I could talk about, too, because I don't really know if I do or not. Um, I mean, I, I sat here focused on this for over an hour. You know, didn't even really move. Um, so it's it's kind of like a does he or doesn't he sort of thing, but we'll see. Um... Anyhow, everybody, I'm calling it a night. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, try to get everything ready for tomorrow. Work starts again. Another hot fuck. Well, hopefully not. Um, I'm hearing cooler weather, but I doubt it. Today was so blistering fucking hot I could barely mow the lawn without. I looked like I was sweating like a whore in church by the time I was done. It was fucking terrible. Um, I'm surprised I didn't drop ten pounds in water weight just doing it today. That's also how fat I am apparently. So, um, yeah. So anyhow. Um, like I say, I gotta get uh, get the show on the fucking road here and start slowly making my way to bed. Um, so yeah, to all of you, a good night as usual. Uh, be safe out there. The summer months, like I say, the crazies are definitely out in full force because with good weather comes good times, comes patio drinking, comes you know all the other shit that goes with uh, the heat and the and the good weather. So you know, keep your head on a swivel, everybody. It's it's. Uh, it's crazy out there these days, and, uh, you know, especially in my neck of the woods around, or, well, and for those of you that are in this area, Lethbridge is getting stupid, I've noticed. Like, just drivers are getting really particularly fucking terrible, so watch yourselves out there. Um, and as always, you know, hug your kids. Do not take them for granted. Um, I mean, I mean that. Like, that's that's kind of my, my mantra these days is, like, you know, because what, I, what I'm dealing with, I... I you know, I just, I really implore you guys to just, you know, keep your kids close and uh, never let them go sort of thing, right? You know, kind of what I mean by it. So, again, hug those little babies and hug those big kids and just, just fucking cherish the time you have with them. Anyhow, guys, adieu, all that, Alfita saying, sayonara, fuck off, whatever you want to call it, I'm out of here, so peace.